Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be playful banter versus being mean. Well, I've got an email here from a guy. He's pretty successful in sales, but he says one of the things he struggles with is when he's trying to use playful banter and interact with women, especially when he's in situations where he's dating a woman or he's in a relationship with her and she tends to get upset. When he tries to use humor and playfulness to diffuse things, he tends to come off as being more mean and angry and obviously it doesn't work very well for him. So we're going to go through his email and analyze what he's doing and what he should be doing differently so he can tweak and get the balance there so he comes off as just the right approach. And on my website, on this particular article that's published on my website, I'm going to have a video it's a clip from the movie Charade with Cary Grant and Audrey Hepburn. It was like I think from like 67, sometime in the mid to late 1960s. And it's just a brilliant example on film of exactly what I talk about in my book about successfully using playful banter and humor in a non-serious manner but also with a complete serious look on your face that leaves a woman thinking – is he fucking with me or is he totally serious? And it's wonderful because in you, they do such a great job in that clip. It's only a couple minutes long of displaying that. It's just – it totally embodies what I often talk about. So you can see what it looks like and hear what it looks like from a guy who was a, a comedic genius and a woman who was very amazing in her own right as well. So I have a quote that I wrote and then we're going to go through – the guy's email and the quote says people who are happy love life and have a high self-esteem are not easily offended since they tend to be optimistic and look for the good in every situation they don't let other people get under their skin or get upset very easily people who have a low opinion of themselves and are defensive tend to assume that even good-natured humor is a personal insult and therefore they get upset offended and butthurt at the slightest infractions. Using playful humor can be a great tool to weed out the easygoing, good-natured people from unhappy and low self-esteem people. High self-esteem people tend to be drama-free lovers, friends, associates, and clients. Low self-esteem people tend to bring drama, chaos, and conflict wherever they go. And I talk about this in my book. It's like the things that I teach are not only to help you get the girl that you want so to speak but it's also to make sure you weed out any low self-esteem women who are going to get butt who may be very beautiful but incredibly insecure and i've dated women that are like this fucking stunningly gorgeous but because they're so incredibly insecure when you tease them or you make fun of them even with a smile on your face because they're stuck in a defensive physiology they literally assume that you are sliding them even if you tell them that they're not. I had a girlfriend that was like this once and it was, it was just frustrating dating her because I'm always teasing. I'm always goofing around. I'm always being playful and my friends tend to have a lot of confidence, high self-esteem and they never take me seriously when I'm fucking with them. But when you have somebody that you're interacting with and they get butthurt at everything that you say, especially if you've just met them, that should be a warning sign that you don't go any further with that person because if they don't have a good attitude, they're not easily, easily offended, they're just not worth your time. 
because they're the type of people that they watch something on the news and they go fucking into orbit over the littlest thing that, oh, I'm offended at this or I'm offended at that. It's like, I don't fucking care. I mean, at the end of the day, one of the things I learned from Dale Carnegie's course, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and it's so true. If you lived somebody else's life, if you're trying – it's like one of the things that that McNamara said in the Fog of War documentary, which is an outstanding documentary. He says you got to empathize with your energy, em, enemy. In other words, you got to walk in his shoes, look through his eyes and see what he or she sees and feels in order to try and understand and empathize what they're going through. One of the things that Dale Carnegie said was that some of the things that you can use is – well, you know what? If I'd walked in your shoes, if I'd lived your life, if the things that had happened to you had happened to me, I'd probably feel the same way and I'd probably be the same way. And when you say something like that to somebody that you're trying to gain rapport with, right away you're basically communicating, I accept you and I love you as you are the way you are. And if I'd lived your life and been through everything you've been through, I'd probably be the same exact way you are. In other words, you're basically saying there's nothing wrong with you. You're perfect just the way you are. And that's what everybody wants anyways. Everybody wants to be loved and accepted. And when you use something like that, it's really helpful to get through and create rapport to people. But again, if you're dealing with somebody that's got self-esteem issues and they get butthurt at the the drop of a hat, eventually, especially if you're a high self-esteem person, just like you don't want to deal with it. Because life's, life's too short. It's like you're constantly, oh, it's like you're walking on eggshells. You don't want to upset or I had a business partner once that was like that. It's like myself, my other business partner, we were constantly walking on eggshells because we didn't want, to, didn't want to piss this guy off. And even despite our best attempts to jump through our butts and walk on eggshells and not offend this guy, he was always getting offended at the littlest fucking things. And it's just, you know, after 10 years of being a business with somebody, it, it grates on your fucking nerves and you don't want to put up with it anymore. So let's go through his email. He says, hi, coach. Feel free to use this on YouTube and just call me Bob. Okay, Bob. He says, I read your book once and I'm working on the second read as we speak. And I'm also a huge fan of your videos. My issue is this. I have a take it or leave it kind of attitude. And I know that I have value and it comes out in my life. I also have a dominant frame, body language, and tonality. Some even call it an absolute tone which is great for sales but not so much for women maybe. This gets in the way of me bantering and I always come off as the asshole. So here's the deal. Again, this is another reason why I promote network chiropractic care so much because think about it. If you're stuck in a physio, say you had an argument with your significant other or you had an argument with your boss at work and you're – you go out with your buddies. This is a, happens on a Friday and you're all pissed off and wound up about that. And the base of your brain has all to do with fight or flight response. And that's where most people are stuck and that's all they experience their whole lives. The center lobe of your brain has to do more with your brain's awareness of your body and the frontal lobe has to do with accessing and living from the heart, your heart center up here. The little two bony protrusions right in this part of your chest, that's your heart center, your heart area. And most people don't ever get to access that. And your heart center and your frontal lobe of your brain, which most people never access, is is really all about living from the heart, doing things that feel right, ease and delight and effortlessness. But if you're stuck in fight or flight response 
like maybe you had a traumatic childhood or even a, a car a, tra- a car accident or a sports injury you like you literally get locked in to that physiology even if you have a smile on your face and you're trying to be playful because you're locked in the physiology women and other people in general are going to sense that there's something off in the vibe that you're giving off because you're literally locked into that fight or flight response so even though you're smiling and you're saying the right things and the tone of your voice may sound appropriate what's really going on is because your your literal physical structure is stuck in anger agitation being pissed off at your boss that is the vibe that you're going to give off even if you're saying the right things even if you're dressed nice even if you're handsome and good looking doesn't fucking matter because that's what you're communicating it's like 70 percent of what we communicate when we're trying to communicate with people is nonverbal. it's not the words that we use so it's very that's why i love about network cares is it puts you in a peaceful and relaxed state but if you get around somebody and you're in a peaceful relaxed state and you get around somebody that's not in that same place vibrationally it's difficult to be around them. They're going to be irritated with you because you're more peaceful and more relaxed. And since they're stuck in a, a physiology and a body language that's stress, chaos, fear, uncertainty, fear of the future, that's their filter. That's the way they view the world. That's the way they literally experience the world. They can't really experience it any other way. So that's the one thing that I noticed when I started getting under network care is just things didn't bother me as much and human beings we tend to attack in other people what we're disconnected from in ourselves and so if you're stuck in fight or flight and you're angry and you're pissed off and you're talking to somebody who's peaceful who's relaxed who just nothing seems to get under their skin they're going to irritate the shit out of you they're going to be bothering you like and vice versa if you're in a peaceful and, and relaxed state and the other person is or say you're happy and you're in love and things are going great in your life and you just look around and you have nothing but unconditional love for other people people that don't have that that aren't experiencing that or have never experienced that in their life they're going to resent you they're not going to like you they're not necessarily going to understand why and it's just because you're connected to a part of yourself that they're disconnected from and that's why we tend to again remember the quote that i've used time and time again no one will ever do or say anything to you that isn't a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves in a moment. So when somebody's treating you harshly or accusing you of things, just remember they're projecting what's inside of themselves onto you. And you don't have to participate in that. It's like what the Buddha said. When someone gives you a gift and you don't accept that gift, to whom does the gift belong? Something to think about. So he says, all my friends essentially tell me the same thing. And oh, by the way, there's an article that I wrote. If you go to my, my website, also any page in a website, on, if you're on a desktop version, on the right-hand column where it says Network Chiropractic Care, I've got a playlist of four different videos where you can actually see Network Chiropractic Care demonstrated and you can actually see what I'm talking about and see what it does to this guy's physiology and his spine as he's getting worked on by Dr. Dr. Epstein. And there's also an article that I did. I reference it in my book. It's called How to Become More Confident and Sure of Your Actions. So if you Google Corey Wayne, How to Become More Confident and Sure of Your Actions, you can see more about I go in depth and detail in that article and video and explain exactly what network care can do for you. 
So he, he basically comes off as a, a cocky ass. And so this is also what can be helpful is to notice the other person's body language and their physiology. What are they doing with their arms? When people cross their emotional center, which the emotional center is, is like right this area. It's down right where the your rib cage comes together in a V. Whenever you are talking to somebody or interacting with them and you see that they're covering that area, even if you're, like, if you're out having drinks or you're at a party or a social event and they're holding a drink in front of themselves, that should tell you everything, you know, whether they're comfortable or not. People that are comfortable have their arms down at their sides. And people who are not, they tend to have their arms in front of it and they also will tend to turn like sideways like this when they're talking to you. If you watch that video that I did a few years ago called Body Language That Attracts Women, I go over that and explain that. And so if you haven't seen that video yet, I highly recommend it because not only do you got to take care of your own body language and your own physiology, but you want to be able to read other people to see and feel the effect that you're having on them because that can help as well. Maybe you're not really paying attention or look because you've only read the book one time so far and there's no way you can know everything that's in there unless, of course, you got a photographic memory, which most people don't have. The point being is that you got to learn those parts of what I teach in the book because it'll it'll develop your sensory acuity. You'll be able to better read people and know how to modify and adjust your approach. Look at their eyes. What are their eyebrows doing? What are their lips doing when you're talking to them? What are their arms doing? How are they standing in relation to you? Are they open to you? Are they closed down to you? And if someone becomes feels comfortable and safe with you, they tend to open up. They tend to face you. And their arms tend to drop down on their side. Their legs tend to uncross. So those are all things that you want to be looking for because these are things that are important to know, if you, especially if you're in the sales field. You've got to be able to read that other person to know when they're hoping to hear your sales pitch. If somebody's sitting there and you're trying to sell them something and their arms are crossed and their legs are crossed and they're turned sideways to you almost kind of like an escape position, you're not going to be able to sell them. But if they turn towards you and they uncross their legs and their arms go down their side, maybe they take their glasses off and set them on your desk or your table, that means that they're open. They're in the physiology of somebody that feels like they're talking to a friend and an ally. And then that's when they're open to hear what you have to say. I'm great at rapport, seduction, and being a man except for this banter thing. And generally speaking, my women feel safe and trust me. The banter issue causes trouble down the line because without playful banter, I cannot easily diffuse their emotional issues. Well, the key is do you feel peaceful? Do you feel relaxed? And then sometimes you're, you're going to be interacting with somebody that literally they may physically be locked into a defense type of position So, it, and they've got self-esteem issues because you know a lot of us guys especially, we see a pretty girl, nice boobs, nice butt and we think, oh, it's the, my fucking dream girl. But you ignore the fact that she gets upset and butthurt at every other thing that comes out of your mouth. That's not your fault. It's not your job to fix her. You've got to be able to see people as they are, not just, wow, great boobs, great butt, beautiful lips, smile, love her voice. Perfect. My dream woman, if she's got self-esteem issues or she gets butthurt at everything, it doesn't matter how good you are at playful banner because even your playful banner is going to offend her at some point is going to upset her when she feels butthurt it's really again it's a reflection of how she or he if you're a woman feels about themselves thanks to your book for helping me understand this and this caused my last two long-term relationships to fail i own that and i know i need to improve 
how can I learn to be playful or not come off as an asshole? Well, I would definitely go to my website and look at the video newsletter where I actually have the email displayed because, I'll, again, I'll have that video of Audrey Hepburn and Cary Grant and that scene from Charade and it's like, that's perfect. His tone of his voice is perfect. The tone of her voice, the expressions on her face, notice everything that goes on in that video. I mean, you look at Cary Grant's face, he, he's not smiling or laughing at all. He's just saying it kind of like in a somewhat serious tone, but some of the things that he's saying in a serious tone are ridiculous. And she even tells him, she said, she's like, why do you have to always be so serious? And he, he said, or she accuses him of not being serious. He says, at my age, I don't want to be serious. But again, he does it all. He's not even – he smiles a little bit but it's just perfect deadpan humor and you can tell throughout that clip as they're interacting. With, there's times that she's smiling and she's liking what he's saying and there's other times where she feels rejected like, oh my god. And there's other times where I don't – am I offended at that? She's like, How should I react to that? Should I be upset? I mean you can see all that in her face and that's it's a great video to learn from to see exactly because those are things that you're going to encounter in your own life because it's it's very hard to capture stuff like that on screen but it was it's just such a masterful job i, I had to include that clip and at the end of the day i mean you read the book one time he says how do i be how do i learn to be playful or not come off as an ass you have to practice it it's like I talk about in the book. 90% of the time, you're the charming James Bond. And 10% of the time, you say things that are kind of a little over the edge and it kind of in a serious way where, is he serious? Is he just fucking with me? And when you see that, and, and you'll notice that Cary Grant's character does that in the movie as well, where he sees that he ta he's taking a little, he's, he's got her hanging, she's in suspense, and she's like, doesn't know how to take it, and then he releases the tension. Where he's like, oh, He's like, I'm just kidding. Like there's a part towards the end of the clip where she just starts kissing him and then he pushes her away and he goes, cut it out. And then she's like, this look on her face like, I can't believe you just pushed me away. I thought you wanted me to kiss you kind of look and she can't figure, is he serious? Does he not want to kiss me? Did he not like kissing me? Do I have bad breath? Am I not a good kisser? I mean, you could just imagine all the things that are going through her character's mind and then after a couple of seconds he's like what are you doing and she says you told me to stop he says i'm not done complaining yet and it's like at the end he is and then she has a big smile and she oh he's just fucking with me and then they start making out again and it's perfect it's how it's a great way great example of building and releasing sexual tension at appropriate moments it's wonderful to be able to have that skill and develop it but again, you got to practice it and you have to notice how the other people are reacting to you, and especially if you're younger or you, you're going out to lots of social functions and you have a chance to interact with a lot of people. You just got to practice. Sometimes you're going to take it a little too far and you're going to upset somebody and you're going to see it all over their faces that they don't like what you just said and you just touch them and I'm just, I'm just fucking with you and then you can change the subject and ask another question. Hello, again, 90% of the time you're the charming James Bond. 10% of the time, you're the naughty boy. You say things that are a little risque, a little too over the edge, if you will. So again, it all comes down 
to practicing having your body language, your physiology. Again, network chiropractic care can really help you with that. Also, just getting out there and doing it and noticing what other people are doing. If you've got friends that are really good with other people, that are good with creating rapport, just be an observer when you're hanging out with them for an evening. Just listen to what's being said. Look at the body language. Look at the, if you're, especially if you're in a large social setting, you're in a bar or a nightclub, or you're at a, a party or a friend's house. Look at the body language. Look at the physiology. Are they leaning in? Are they leaning back? Are they turned sideways? I mean, all those things I talk about and I discuss in my book, and also review the video that I did: body language that attracts women. So, if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.